Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. It's Christmas! Step into Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 12 <laughs> Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. It's number 11, the penultimate one, gentlemen. We'll be doing rambles forever and ever, because <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> with logs on the fire and rambles in the tree. <laughs> People from the football ramble spying on you in your tree. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Jim, all no, you want no. for, what do you want for Christmas? I'm just enjoying the cabin fever. All okay. you want, Jim, just for Christmas is Marcus. Yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to get. <laughs> I can fit in a stocking. <laughs> um, uh... clip, clip that out <laughs> for next Christmas. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, we all know that in football, a big signing can get the fans going. Fans love the players who score the goals, make the tackles, win the matches and produce sublime moments of brilliance. However, more than anything... <clears throat> Fans love loyalty and passion for the club. So today, we're talking about the club stalwart. 
Those players who have stayed at a club for years and years, sometimes through thick and thin, and are synonymous with a particular team. So not necessarily a one-club man, although that would certainly be a, a very good example of a club sport, but someone who you, th- you you think of a club and you think that player, or you think of a player and you think, oh my goodness, they are synonymous and, with a club. And I don't think it has to necessarily just be a player either. Because I think there are people behind the scenes, managers, True. staff, yeah. people yeah. Mm. who have been there for such a long time. Hitman. Yeah, exactly. M- mascots. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah, the thing is, <laughs> the mascot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> could be anyone. You mean show. mascots in suits, not the child mascots? They can't yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, them yeah, like yeah. fifty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Gunnarsoros moved to Watford, you know, yeah, that would be a shame. Signing. Be a shame, wouldn't but, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I th- these players though, sometimes they're of supreme quality, and sometimes maybe lack a little bit of ambition. We'll come on to him later, Luke. Um, <laughs> and, and the offer. <laughs> and, and others um, just think to yourself that they are home birds. They maybe didn't want to move uh, abroad or anything. And that's what, perfectly legitimate. Yeah. What about players who sort of return to the club? Um, kind of they do three I think, years, I leave you mean. for three and then come back I think. Four. I think when I was thinking about the parameters for this to, yeah. to define what a club store is, if we're talking about players, for me... They are stalwart when, if they do move, basically, if they never move to another club, they're obviously one. If they do move, if it looks weird to see them in another kit, they're a stalwart for the kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, It's like seeing John Terry in the Villa kit. Weird. Weird. Is it weird to see Wen running an Everton kit? See, that's a strange situation. No, no. No. no, it wasn't really because it just looked like he had he had, um, he had just been in one of those chambers and aged prematurely. And sure, a change. <laughs> I would say it was weird to see Frank Lampard in a Manchester City yeah. kit. Hundred yes. percent. Although yeah. to call him a club store with Chelsea, yeah, I, th- I think you can. But he did play a significant portion of his career at West Ham. So yeah, but I think he, Frank, I mean, there's, fine, there's but two, he was there's two, for a long time. He was there. He, for he, a was, long he time. was at Chelsea for I think almost fifteen years. You would, I suppose you would call him a club store for Chelsea. <laughs> You'd flipping up, so yeah, because because the average years. the average if you think in real terms the average footballer's career is something like three years or something or a maximum of ten. Sure, it was fifteen. Was it fifteen? He's years? at Chelsea from two thousand one to two thousand fourteen inclusive. So okay. fourteen ish, maybe maybe I have to check, but maybe even fifteen seasons. Yeah, it's a long encompassing time. Chelsea's finest. Yeah, okay. I think run. it would John Terry and Frank Lampard. You would say definitely Terry. Yeah, yeah. clubs club stalwart. But and the thing is, I think the other thing you have to add to the stalwart thing about them looking weird in a different kit is you have to get the impression they genuinely care about the club as well. Yes, yeah. Because it isn't just. And I suppose it would be hard to argue that if they've been there for that long, they wouldn't care about the club. Uh-huh. But there are some players out there who aren't that bothered about football, who never build that affinity with anyone or any club or anything mm, like that. Definitely true. And they, and they can't be, they can't really be seen as one. That's right. Yeah. And Nicholas Anelka. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but I think, example. but we, we, I suppose, you know, because you do love a journeyman as well. But I think the club store is actually a bit more special, and I think it's quite rare, especially yeah. in the modern game, where players move around a lot. Yeah. It's really and, important. Yeah, it is. It's really important. And, and I think, and, but you know what though? I'd like, I'd like to start by talking about some in which great teams were moulded around some club stalwarts. And this is quite rare because, as I say, sometimes you think of... Well, I mean, John Terry and Frank Lampard, so there's, there's yeah. two very successful players. Some of the United players are 90. There you go. So that's what I was going to start with. The, 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 the famous class of 92, three of them were one-club players with Gary Neville, Paul Scholes and Ryan Giggs. Yeah. Mm. Does that not kind of... Um, has the idea of players moving clubs uh, at a higher frequency kind of tied into manager churn and how you were allowed to yeah. sort of yeah. play in the system yeah. for 10 years of, uh, because Alex Ferguson was there for so, so, yeah. so, so Definitely, a lot of reasons so for it, which, is, which, which makes it even, even an even rarer beast. But I also, it, I also think on that note, Pete, uh, and to follow up on that though, I think that is part of it, but also... 
how dedicated and how driven and how ambitious and how hard working have you got to be mm. to stay in that same environment for such a long, long amount of time, yeah. yet still continue to perform? Because I don't think... Ferguson would have treated those kids, those boys, boys you've mentioned there, would be almost like second, third, fourth sons to, to yep. uh, well, mm. actually, because he's already got two sons, so third, fourth, and fifth sons. <laughs> so Ferguson. But I'm, I'm of no doubt if they weren't good enough, they wouldn't have been playing. So yeah, absolutely. it's almost the inverse of the um, of the argument I was making the other week on the concept of Lionel Messi saying that if he really wants to push his career to the next mm-hmm. level, he should go somewhere else. And I believe that. But I do respect also at the same time because Lionel Messi's a Barcelona club store. Indeed. To continue to give yourself the drive to perform, but he'd be different. You are, you are. Different to someone like Gary Neville. So would Gary Neville has won? Would he have won so many trophies at another side? I mean, I'm sure he could have gone to a huge team as well, but it worked for him there. He was dedicated, yeah. very hard working, and, and massive club store. And was we can forget sometimes he's such a well respected pundit. How much he was hated by other clubs, oh, God, yeah. especially Liverpool fans. I mean, he would, he would but be he loved it. Yeah, he did. Because that was the thing. Gary Neville was so committed to the club. Yeah, it's almost like he saw that as part of his duty. Because yeah. he's, he's one of those. He's a thinker, isn't he, Gary Neville? And yeah. It's all about marginal gains for those type of players. And you know. I guess he felt like if he could wind up the opposition with his very presence, then that was a little bit of a bonus. Running the length of the field away from where the celebration was for the goal to mug off the away support. Well, he's yeah. a, he's Stuff a te- like that. It's what a, a testament to his, to his work on television that people invariably quite respect him for yes, his punditry. Exactly. he was universally hated by anybody who wanted I, 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 to I, I, I don't think play. anyone who found out that he was going to become this pundit mm. were... Relishing the idea. No, were, were sort of... Ru- very ambitious about how good he was going to be yeah. and how well-liked he was going to be. And mm. you're right, it is a testament to totally. him. Totally. But, but on, on the club stalwart thing, in terms of how important they are for clubs, and you talk about the, mm-hmm. the, the United in the 90s, what, the whole of Liverpool's success was based on it. Absolutely. The whole of Liverpool's success was based on that boot room idea. Yep. Uh, and no big, no better um, exponent of that than obviously Ronnie Moran, who was at Liverpool from 1952 to 1998. I mean, that, that is, is really something. <laughs> Player, coach, caretaker, manager, assistant to Roy Evans, yeah. famously. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, during his time at the club, they won an astonishing 44 trophies. Gordon Bay. Yeah, and all that success. We talk about Liverpool, I mean, a week or so ago, we were talking about Liverpool Man United playing in the Premier League and, and the reason it's such a big game. But the reason it's such a big game, obviously, is because those two teams are the most successful teams in the country. And Liverpool's success, and, and when we used to do the Hall of Fame, we talked about this, Liverpool in the 50s or whatever oh. were nowhere near Liverpool no. they are now. People, Shankly, Shankly came going. along, but Moran was there as well. Yep. And, and the whole thing was predicated on these people who dedicated themselves to the club in its entirety. Mm. And people like Moran dedicated their entire career, and actually, in a way, their life, to um to the club and that and that's the sort of foundations that clubs are built on. Even yeah. though these days when players move two or three years here, two or three years there, yeah. the whole thing, Liverpool wouldn't be able to sign a Mo Salah or a Virgil Van Dijk if it wasn't for that in the first place. I mean, it was certainly uh, more common um, back in the day, wasn't it? I found some names from yesteryear, club stalwarts. I think we may enjoy one club men these. Sheffield Wednesday's Redfern Froggart. Uh, he played in the 40s and 50s Leeds Grenville Hare <laughs> in the 40s to the 60s he played and Port Vale Selwyn Wally Nice. How long was it lovely. for? He, um, from the fifties to the sixties, I've got and, the exact. Uh, and, and there are some days. some more household names as well when you when you look back at some of those yeah, days. But you're right, it's certainly more common. Yeah, it was much more common then for for for, for reasons given. Yeah, the and wages as well to, yeah. didn't differ that much. Uh, but but you, you're right, Luke, when you're pointing out these these um, sometimes members of the backroom staff and so on, and that's very important because 
when players do move around, you know, a player who hasn't grown up in, in Manchester, who's who's perhaps from abroad or from the south of England or whatever, they they may not get the Manchester derby like Gary Neville would or somebody mm. like that. Uh, and so it is important sometimes to have people who are from that place, uh, you know, with, with movement of people and so on. It, I, I think there is something in that. And the... the you know, the, and a club store as well doesn't have to be a spectacular play. They can be. I mean, no. they've talked about Gary Neville there, but look at Ryan Giggs, who was one of the, the, the sort of the modern footballers in this country who was a bit of a pin-up and, a yeah. you know, a bit of a... Uh, I don't want to say Spice Boy because that was the Liverpool players, but do you know what I mean? That's certainly a celebrity. Heartthrob well, celebrity, exactly, yeah. you know. And then when you get someone like Paul Scholes, who's one of the greatest players in the, in the club's history, didn't even have an agent. He can't, right. he can't shut him up now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says more on the TV studio now than he said his entire career. But, yeah, but, look at, but look at the great Barcelona side under Pep Guardiola. Messi, Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta, Piol, Victor Valdez. Now, a few of them had little stints elsewhere mm. after Barcelona, like Xavi and Qatar. But, but all club stalwarts, I would say, to Barcelona and the success they had. Does it, but does it have... Le- and the success speaks for itself, but in the, in the context of the, of the episode where we're in now, yep. does it have less... Um, weight if it's at a club like Barcelona. I think are, it does. Because there's nowhere really else to go. Yeah. What's Busquets going to do? Busquets might, in, conceivably, uh-huh. get a really lucrative route to Man United or something. But that, I think that's it. it should, no, no, I'm not saying um, that. Can he stick around when times are tough? It, well, he can. Um, because he was there when they the didn't year win they the league. Second, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with those players, the fans love them because they've kept that level of ability going for so many years mm. which you know with a club like Barcelona they can sign anybody they've got riches they've got the, the the pulling power to get anybody yet when it's a youth product that's come through he's one of our own all that kind of yeah. stuff like you know Harry Kane Harry Kane first. probably will yeah. become one yeah. you, you, he probably you, already you, is one fans love those players Raul was a funny example of that as well because he started a great, in um, great example. Atletico's academy and then um, Jesus Hill shut it all down so Raul would be like you know we'll have, we'll have that one yeah. obviously went on to be, be, a, be a legend but I guess like this is part of the part of the conversation, isn't it? It's I think Jamie Carragher might have said this before. It's, mm. it's easy to be a one club man if you're at Liverpool uh, or you know Man United. I or, think definitely, or wherever. yeah, yeah, yeah ab- absolutely right. All right, in the second half, we, we will talk more on this gentleman. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. Welcome back, Teamsters. Welcome back. Club Stalwart Chat. Um, when I was researching this, I found a guy who worked for Goldman Sachs, uh, the, you know, the, the US company. Company Stalwart, yeah, was he? For, from 1933 mm-hmm. to 2003. Jeez. Wow. From the age of 18 to the age of 98, 80 years service. When was the big Alfred crash? Alfred Feld. 20, kept, uh, 29. Yeah. The crash was big 29, <laughs> yeah. and wasn't the crash sort of around about 2002? <laughs> 2008, wasn't it? 2008, I oh, was yeah. it. No, okay, so. Yeah, but he was still there. He was, yeah, he was still there. He, well, he's there. Too, well, he started off as an office boy, office junior, post boy mm. type guy in the 30s. Um, so yeah, he, he basically be connected. He started just after the uh, crash and then yeah. and then finishes before the next one. And I can't go through that again. He, yeah, he worked his way up to like an investment banker or whatever, or, or investment advisor or whatever. And then um, apparently, in the last few years, he was just um, he was just you know popping yeah. in. <laughs> How about that? 80 yeah. years service I like, Indeed, uh, I like, I like club stalwarts who are kind of club stalwarts but they just, just they're just sick of it after a while Shea Given at Newcastle is a good example where <laughs> he just he had no he had he played with something like 50 different defenders over like four years and he was like you know what fuck this yeah. I'm out would, of would here would he be a club stalwart for well, Newcastle well he played for Sunderland he played for a couple of other clubs but he but he spent the his best years at Newcastle United when he was you know clawing Zidane goals out of the air um, but it, best it, years it, is different I'm not sure and I think you're missing a trick there because Steve Harper well Steve Harper's <laughs> a very good example yeah. Steve but, Harper but he was never, at Newcastle for just, 20 years and he's the club's longest serving player I, just, and I think it's a disgrace you didn't mention him no, but when I you do, say I like, like something idea. like that about someone like Steve Harper <laughs> But I, I do like I do like the idea of Shaker just going, no, let Arpa do this. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he let Arpa th- do my no, media no, no, appearances. <laughs> 13 years he was there for, yeah. Yeah, given. Fair yeah. enough. That's, yeah, a bit, a bit of Harper, though. I mean, in 20 years, didn't quite reach 200 appearances. Well, you would say that he possibly lacked a little bit of ambition, but, you know. He went out on loan six times. Yeah. Didn't, he did play in the Champions League, though. Mm. See, this is the funny thing with, with a club store like him. He's, he you loved the Newcastle in the Champions League. That's correct, Marcus. That's <laughs> right. No, but he, but he loved the club. He didn't want yeah. to go anywhere else. And obviously, he had a little stint at the end sitting on the bench for Sunderland. And, uh, but he's now academy coach, mm. a goalkeeping coach at Newcastle. He's so stayed there. there. Is he, but is he's he played. from Newcastle. Again. Steve Harper is he, is he a Geordie? I think he's uh, I think he's a Macam, like he's from right. Sunderland. Uh-huh. But he's he, might he, be wrong on that one. But he, yeah, but he's certainly from that that part of the country. 
to, so to stick around for so long, yeah. the thought of going elsewhere until it was obvious that mm. you're so old and he, and he thought, well, I can still earn a living yeah. for a season well, or two the, more, the, which the, is the, fair. A player like Olivia Bernard, who now, who played for like maybe two years, although he's good, but he just he wanted to he wanted bigger wages. He went somewhere else, but he moved back to the area because he quite liked the area, like Mendieta, and it was his best years basically. So he kind of he's kind of come back and and, and um, Steve Harper's yeah, from there. Seam apparently. Seam, oh, well, there you go. Where your old man's from? Where my dad's from. Yeah. But I love that though. He knew that he was never really going to be the number one. Had some great moments playing in the Champions League and all, but was just so dedicated to the club. Yeah. Would stick around. It's also, it's got to be a pretty sweet life if you're playing for a club, mm. either your hometown club or a club nearby, and you're earning well and like you, yeah. you know you're very. very very comfortable. You can Can't see get why rid of Jack Colback. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're right, Jim. I think it's absolutely right because it depends on the person's person's ambition, right? I mean, I could sit here and say that you know, as as you know, half jokingly, that Matt Letizier could have done. There it is. He could have done a lot more, and he could have gone mm. on. And yeah. if he wanted to complain about not playing for England enough, perhaps he should have moved to a bigger club. That's that's all true. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if you're happy there and you love being there, mm. and I mean, I saw um, Matt Letizier on the TV. It was a week or so ago after the Southampton Arsenal game where mm. they had him pitch side. He's like a le- he's like a god down there. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. he can't go anywhere without people wanting a photo with him, getting a signed um, autograph, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I do understand how seductive that can be, and that how he wants to stay at that club because he feels comfortable there. Mm. And some people also, by the way, you've been more critical about Letizia in the past. I have, but I'm getting older. I'm mellowing in my old age. <laughs> but, but but also, you know, some people don't feel like they can perform in their job, whatever it may be, if they're not settled domestically mm-hmm. and they they want to be close to their family. And I, I do get that. It's like when Gerard was Stephen well, Gerard was linked yeah. to Chelsea all the time. I, I think that would have been one where it just didn't look right in the shirt and all, oh, all that. Oh, that would have stuff. been weird to and see I Gerard. Think, yeah, again, it's that. <clears throat> Came very close, would he have didn't been, he? Apparently so, but would he have been the same player? We, we can only speculate, but would sure. he have given those incredible last-minute, like, sort of yeah, Superman-style performances for Chelsea? Mm. I mean, he, he won a fair few trophies at Liverpool. Oh, not, he didn't win yeah. the league, of course. No, but still, I mean, you know. That's I mean, the question, Marcus. Will you be open to a move to Football Weekly or not? Certainly... Certainly, we're all ramble. Um, <laughs> we're all ramble still. What's if you base it on that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ramble until we die. That, I mean, that, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we we, we are the ramble. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't we didn't hire a you know we didn't bring in Jim from the cold or myself. Bring Pete in from the I had to I had to go through a series of interviews though yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, with yourself, which, which I'm still going through. I think. Yeah. In, in the Luke, Luke insists on a medical for me every yeah. six months. Yeah. And well, actually, a lot of cupping. Yeah. <laughs> Also, my boiler broke, so I came in from the cold today. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I was being little. Marcus, you did have to go ask yourself a series of questions in the mirror. Yeah. But you do that every morning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've passed the test again. Oh, yeah. I've passed the challenge. Yeah. How much hair is too much hair? Yeah. By the way, on, on that note, um, we talked about Ronnie Moran a bit, a bit earlier and, um, and and the great Alfred Feld, 80 years Goldman Sachs man. Mm-hmm. And boy, Brian Pullman was honoured at Chelsea earlier this year. Mm-hmm. He's been in the media department working in on press conferences, media days, all that mm. kind of stuff since 1968, his mm. 50th wow. anniversary. And I think, I don't think it was sorry, but I think, because it was only very recently, I think one of the directors of the club actually called a press conference for it and, and thanked him and, and made a bit of a fuss of him, which was a nice touch because these people behind the scenes, if you uh-huh. don't do that kind of thing, no one would ever heard of yeah. them, would they? Yeah, I, I, lo- I love it when the, a club store is, is almost bigger than the club. And when Talk it, about Kev the Kitman at Pompey. I, I, I wasn't, uh, but I am now. I think... Um, Terry no, McDermott. I, <laughs> when, it, when a player is so big that the club think, uh, he, he's really... How do we... How do we 
tell Francesco Totti that, yeah. that he's no longer How required. would we tell Lee Trundle at Swansea? But Totti, they couldn't get rid of him. No. Not that they, I suppose, tried, but he stayed until he was nearly 41. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I know Serie A's a little bit slow, but, also, but come I mean, on. I mean, what a career. 1992 to 2017. He's now a director, isn't he? He was at yeah. Roma Corsi, he's now and a director. followed up, I say, say followed up, but um, also, you know, Daniele De Rossi, another exactly huge stalwart of, of Roma. I mean, De Rossi is—is is he thirty-five now? I mean, it's—it's it's incredible. I mean, Totti was thirty-eight and became mm. the Champions League oldest goal. Do they scorer. look slightly alike? Is it—is this a given Harper thing? They do a they bit. Sort of like start to look like. They do each a bit. Facially, been... they do look similar. They've always had different hair. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel De Rossi's all is a bit more sort of business time, and yeah, Totti's he's a, a harder brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. but both very passionate in in a, in a part of the world, which is a very passionate place, very passionate country. Yeah. They they absolutely loved. It. I mean, if Totti'd have got elsewhere, that's and that's another thing in Italy when they they love their players, especially a club stalwart. They they hate it if a player moves. I mean, Battistuta, you think of him at Fiorentina, mm. but of course he did play with, with Totti at Roma when they won the league. And I was really pleased that Totti has a league title. Well, Buffon yeah. as well at Juventus, but I mean, he played at Parma for a while as well. He did, yeah. We're now playing at PSG, it's yeah. quite strange. But if you, if you had a professional football career yourself, could you see yourself staying at a club a long time, or would you want to go and sample all the treats the world's got to offer? But that's the thing, though, is it's such a it's, it's such a fantasy question. I'd like to think oh, I have a stint player no, for them thought, in yeah. Spain. No, no, but I Italy. think you'd be more itinerant because you've not really got a a team that you identify with mm. that strongly. So for you, it might be a bit easier. Pete, be a journeyman. There's questions, but the Out, reason there's outrageous. questions is because I obviously I was no, but Portsmouth. I say that because I think you you know, but Portsmouth aren't really that big. No, so I'm not gonna. I mean, if I'm a good player, I'm not gonna stay in League One or League Two my whole career. Am sure, I, I think Pete's be... not gonna be yo-yoing around with Newcastle his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be like Mark alone in England stalwart. When I when I have fantasies about being a Newcastle United player, literally every night, um, I always sort of think that I would leave. <laughs> Slag off Mike Ashley because nobody ever does that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody ever goes from. You've got to play for Newcastle. Slag off like Mike from Ashley the t- from the top down. This club has no ambition, and you guys deserve better. By the way, I'm signing for Man United. See you later. Yeah, yeah. No, and why does when, nobody do that? And then when that falls through, and you want to loan both back, there, <laughs> Mike's not having any of it. You can come back if you want, but I'm not covering any of your wages. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get the 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 false. Club stalwart like Alan Smith for Leeds when he signed for Man United. I don't know. If we oh, yeah. talked about this in, mm. in a previous. But Jim, can you imagine yourself being happy at Arsenal your whole career? Well, yeah, I reckon so. As long as I'm getting in the team, <laughs> yeah. oh, as long as you're like one of Wenger's boys, yeah. It's like an AGM for the uh, players' union, isn't it? Yeah, yeah no, but I mean, obviously it, later in my career, I'd accept a bit more time on the bench. You know, try and pass on some of my wisdom to the younger players. Yeah, like it's a lovely yeah. bench. See so you doing your badges, actually. Yeah. Would you call Sol Campbell a club stalwart? <laughs> a North London stalwart. Yes. Yeah. I think that's fair. I imagine if he came out and said that when he moved from Spurs <laughs> to Arsenal. I'm sorry, everyone. I know you're annoyed, but my loyalty is to North London. <laughs> I didn't want to re- disrespect North London yeah. by moving away, yeah. so I thought I would stay. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that, we've got this far, and I know we're coming t- towards the end. I have to say two names. Paolo Maldini and Franco Baresi. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Of course. Yes. Come on. I mean, they defined an era yeah. for Milan. You know, that back four. Very successful again. I mean, Baresi played for Milan for 20 years. Maldini, 24 years yeah. at the club. It's phenomenal. That's such a... And also Maldini's father obviously has a huge history. Exactly. Um, yeah. With the club as well. I, I mean, I think that is, that is an achievement. We, we talked about that in the first half, playing for these... Big clubs, and I understand where do you move if you if you're at Milan or you. I think it's harder to stay. Sorry, it's, it's, it's to e- keep that sorry, level. It's easier to stay in some sense for your it? position, but it's harder to to maintain it. So yeah. you deserve respect in like a slightly different way. I'd say. Mm, absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. The club store, we 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 flipping love them from four stalwarts of podcasting. <laughs> 
We salute the club stalwarts in football. I from... worked out I've been podcasting for 15 years a few weeks ago. There you go. That's so you should do a little right. music podcast back in the day. There's your stalwart. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. From Steve Harper to Pete Donaldson to Paolo Maldini. His loyalty is to podcasting. Absolutely <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the 11th instalment of the 12 Rambles of Christmas. One more to go. In association with Ed365, we're back tomorrow with our last one of the 12 Rambles of Christmas. Say goodbye, gentlemen. See you later. Bye. See you tomorrow. Season's greetings and the Happy New Year. This was a Radio Staccano production. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.